Entrepreneur on Fire 697. Mix a little inspiration with perspiration and a dash of Entrepreneur on Fire. Now you have the ingredients to success. Here's the master chef, John Lee Dumas. Igloo is an internet you'll actually like. Built with easy-to-use apps like shared calendars, task lists, file sharing, and more. Best of all, Igloo is free to use with up to 10 people. Check out igloosoftware.com slash fire. Want to become a smarter snacker? NatureBox is filled with wholesome ingredients, and their products are nutritionist approved. Visit naturebox.com and get a free, I said free, sampler box. That's naturebox.com slash fire. What's shaking, Fire Nation? John Lee Dumas here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Mark Sisson. Mark, are you prepared to ignite? I'm more than prepared, John. I'm I'm so stoked. (laughs) Love it. Mark is a former elite endurance athlete turned health researcher, author of The Primal Blueprint, and publisher of the most well-trafficked paleo blog on the internet, MarksDailyApple.com. Mark, we know a little bit about your biz, but give us a little more detail and share a few personal insights, and then we'll dive in. Yeah, I have a, a company called Primal Nutrition, and uh, the platform that I use is Mark's Daily Apple, my blog, and from that, I uh, disperse information about how to live uh, the optimum life, at least in my estimation, uh, possible using the information that we provide to optimize your genes. Uh, we have a publishing company that branched off of that. We have now 20 books that we've either published ourselves or published for other authors. I have a supplement company that was my original business uh, that has grown as a result of Mark's Daily Apple and which caters to the sort of individual that would use the information that we provide. Uh, we do events. Uh, we have a, an event called Primal Con that we have several times a year, three-day experience. We do vacation events. Uh, we do seminars. And now we have a certification program so people can – um, learn online uh, how to teach and preach and and dispense the information that we dispense through Mark's Daily Apple and through the Primal Blueprint to help change the world. <laughs> I love it. And Mark, Fire Nation is well aware that I'm a big believer in being a producer of content, not just consuming content. And I am majority of the time just producing content. So Fire Nation knows that when I do actually consume content, that it is incredibly important to me. And Mark, your website, Mark's Daily Apple, your podcast, The Plim- the Primal Blueprints, and just things you put out in general are at the top of my consuming list. So I just wanted to say, you know, the top here, thank you for what you put out. It's definitely changed the way that I eat, that I exercise, that I live my life, and it's all been great results. So thank you. Well, uh, you're welcome, and I appreciate the acknowledgement. Thanks. Cool, cool. So, Mark, we're going to dive into your journey as an entrepreneur, and I know a lot about it, having listened again to your show and and read your your blogs and stuff, but Fire Nation is going to get a nice little insight. But before we get into that, I'd love to hear a success quote or a mantra that means a lot to you. So, take it away. If it were easy, everyone would be doing it. And I've pretty much lived my business life with that mantra, because whenever I encounter a hurdle, uh, an obstacle, a challenge that I think might be insurmountable. I remind myself that other people are doing what I'm doing and some people have failed because they've given up, because they they have assumed perhaps that it was going to be clear sailing and easy. So I, I always like to go back to that concept that if it were easy, you know, there's a lot of ideas and a lot of people have had a lot of great ideas over the 
over the last couple of decades. <laughs> but execution of those ideas is what really makes for a successful business. I mean, Mark, I resonate with that on every single level. When I was considering starting a daily podcast, doing a seven-day-a-week interview show of, of successful entrepreneurs that, guess what, were busy, everybody said that I was crazy because it would take so much work. And I said, well, of course it's going to be hard because if it wasn't, everybody would be doing it. And here we are now, you're our 697th interview, and it's been a ton of hard work along the way, but it's been worth every single step. So I just... Love this theme that we're already concocting here at the beginning of this interview. And I think it's a great transition, Mark, because we're really going to be talking about you, Mark Sisson, in your journey. And you haven't always just gone from success to success to success. You've had a ton of those. But, you know, we'd like to start with a story of a failure or of an obstacle that you faced at some point in your life. So can you tell us that story, Mark, and share with Fire Nation the lessons you learned? Sure. So I was uh, always interested in health and fitness and the lifestyle around it. In uh, 1981, uh, a partner and I opened uh, one of the first frozen yogurt shops. Ooh. This is back in the early days of frozen yogurt. Uh, we bought a <laughs> we bought um, a barber shop and converted <laughs> it into a. Uh, that's the only way we could get the lease and uh, and converted it into a frozen yogurt shop. And within a year, we were killing it. We were doing a hundred and fifty thousand dollars profit. Uh, with a paid manager, uh, with what amounted to absentee ownership. And we'd set up this amazing template to go forth and multiply multiple frozen yogurt shops. Well, we got ahead of ourselves and we decided that if if the frozen yogurt shop was doing that well, maybe we should start a combination restaurant, frozen yogurt shop and salad bar. So we, our next location, rather than being another 500 square foot small thing, was a 3,000 square foot giant frozen yogurt emporium with salad bar and with muffins because muffins were big in those days and uh, and other sort of offerings, uh, which we borrowed, by the way, at uh, the money we the money for which we borrowed was at uh, 18%. Um, Some of those people who were in business in those days will remember those crazy times. And we failed miserably. We, we didn't know what we were getting into. We'd taken what was a great little concept and could have just cookie cuttered it and made, you know, tens of millions of dollars and w- could have become the frozen yogurt kings of the world. But because we were so greedy and because we immediately strayed outside our core competency, we, we basically went bankrupt. So that was a huge lesson in terms of sticking to what you know best and making sure that you've explored all those avenues uh, first, before diversifying so tremendously that you get beyond your core competency. So, Mark, there's a lot of things that I'm pulling out of that, but one quote that I love that just kind of sprang to mind is go one inch wide in a mile deep. You had this incredible opportunity to be like, you know what, 500 square feet, yoga shop, we can crush it. Let's go a mile deep now in this one inch wide platform and just become the yogurt kings. But then again, you got ahead of yourself, another thing came into play, muffins happened, and the rest is an unfortunate history. But you know, the reality is, Mark, is that as entrepreneurs, we truly do need to focus on where our core competencies are. And that word focus, Mark, for Fire Nation is follow one course until success. Focus. Yeah. So that's what I'm really getting out of that story, your your failure moment in life, Mark. And can you kind of share with Fire Nation, just maybe, you know, sum it up for us? What's one takeaway that you want us to walk away with from that experience that we can apply to our lives? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I just reiterate that um, it, your I love your your um, acronym focus there and what it stands for. Um, you know, I think it's it's easy to take an initial success and think that you can leverage that immediately into you know global success. Um, but every success has has taught me that it's probably best to be uh, conservative and. So what happened with the restaurant and the failure there was we decided to borrow a lot of money to to open a large shop. Now, we could have opened our second frozen yogurt shop on the cash flow generated from the first one. But we were, you know, aggressive and greedy and and uh, I mean, greedy in a in a sort of a naive way. Right. And uh, borrowed a lot of money at, at usurious rates. I mean, in those days, <laughs> that was the 80s. That was the 80s. Uh, and you know, and it all came tumbling down very quickly. So I think uh, it's always, uh, I think, critical for an entrepreneur to to live within one's means, to to you know, to not borrow so much money or not exceed the cash flow early on, even though it looks like you already see light at the end of the tunnel. So, Mark, love that sum up. And a little side note, I am honored that you like that acronym FOCUS. And I live right here in San Diego. I'm on the bay. I like to go paddle boarding every single night in Mission Bay here in San Diego as the sun's going down. And to be honest, that's when I typically listen to, pr- to Primal Blueprint when I'm on the paddle board going from one side of the bay to the other. So if you ever have the urge to use the word and the acronym FOCUS in one of those episodes, know that I'll be listening and <laughs> blushing. <laughs> okay, cool. Cool, and what an appropriate time to, uh, to listen to the podcast too on the paddleboard. Oh, I love it. I love it. And especially when the waves come, I get a really focus about not falling off because I have my iPod in hands. <laughs> so, Mark, I want to move into another part of your journey, your story as an entrepreneur. You know, we talked about that struggle, that obstacle that you had to overcome. And now let's talk about a light bulb that went off at some point in your journey. You've had hundreds and you continue to have them. I mean, I hear about them on your podcast and read about them on your blog all the time, but let's just pick out one and tell a story about it and then share with us the steps you took to turn that great idea into success. After my um, debacle in the frozen yogurt business, um, I'd always stayed in the fitness and health industry uh, as a personal trainer. Uh, I'd written some books and some programs um, had um, had been involved in uh, a vitamin company as a chief operating officer for a while and decided to start my own supplement company. So I left with no money uh, and a wife and two children, by the way, and started a, uh, a supplement company, which I called Primal Nutrition, and was quite successful out of the blocks because of an arrangement that I had on television. So I sold a lot of product through my appearances on a, um, a, on a cable sort of health and talk show uh, where I was a sponsor of the show and I talk about uh, diet and exercise, health, nutrition, medicine, uh, all of these things. And oh, by the way, I also make supplements that uh, can enhance your life. The company grew quite rapidly on the strength of those appearances on TV and the and the cobbled together cable network that was uh, throughout the country. Um, I estimate that on a given day, I probably had thirty-five to 45,000 Viewers who were who were watching me, and this was just one appearance a week, but it was enough to um, to really grow the company tremendously. Well, that deal fell apart in 2004, and uh, my growth not only stopped climbing, uh, I started receding. I started losing cu- a customer base um, just through attrition, and I was scrambling to think, well, how do I how do I reinvent myself? What 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 am I going to do? Uh, I I 
took a stab at creating my own TV show and, and shot 52 half-hour episodes of a health talk show with a, on a soundstage with a, with a guest host and, and uh, I mean with a, with a regular host and guests who would appear, uh, bought time on Travel Channel and quickly blew through a million dollars um, doing that and realizing that was not the answer and that was just going to make it worse. So that's when my aha moment came about in 2006 when I said, well, geez, what are my, what are my strengths? I'm great at creating content. I know what I'm talking about. I'm passionate about the subject matter. Why don't I try my hand at this new blogging thing? <laughs> so I started Mark's Daily Apple uh, as a blog in 2006 with the intent uh, of creating a, uh, a viewership, if you will, to replace the television viewership that I'd had before. But now it was my show. Now I could – I could direct the uh, the philosophy. I could um, write about what I wanted to write about, as opposed to answering questions that a, a host was asking me. So it really took uh, took on a life of its own and a personality of its own, and it was tremendous work. Um, I made a commitment that I would write something every day for a year, and I thought, well, at the end of a year, I'll have written everything there is to be written about in this field, <laughs> so I'll be done. And it will be evergreen. Well, that all that did was open the door for more and more topics and more and more subject matter and people questioning what I was writing about. And, and, and it really became nuanced and wonderful to the extent that now we, we, we maintain a list of about 60 topics ahead of time that we want to get to someday. But, you know, we're trying to plot along one one day at a time. So the, so the site grew and I thought, oh, this is be this will be great. Within a year, I'll have 100,000 uh, uniques a day, and it'll uh, every be it'll be hunky dory, and everything. Well, no. After a year, I had a thousand uniques a day, and after two years, I had twenty two hundred uniques a day. So it grew, but it didn't grow grow nearly as rapidly as I thought it would. But it, but I was willing to stick with it. That's the perseverance part of knowing what you're good at, being passionate about it. Um, being willing to do it for for nothing for a while, as long as you can pay the bills, <laughs> and it became um, ultimately became the largest, uh, well, most well trafficked uh, sort of ancestral health site in the world. And you know, we we're over two million unique visitors a month now, and we have um, some pretty outrageous days of uh, of of traffic. So, you know, it it, but it was that the aha moment for me was when I I was really forced to to find a way to replace my my viewership uh my my the, the traffic that I've been generating on television and that was my turning to the blog and and being able to to again st- still tap into my creative my creative um talents and and abilities to to corral information and and repackage it for consumers in a way that would resonate with them uh so it wasn't a stretch it was just reinventing myself as a blogger as opposed to a TV personality So Fire Nation, what I really want you to be absorbing here is that every single day for two years, Mark was producing content. And at the end of those two years, he looked up and he was generating not hundreds of thousands of unique visits per month or per day, but 2,200. And that word that he used, and Mark, besides focus, it's my absolute favorite word, is perseverance, is so critical to every entrepreneur's journey in their success. And, and one thing I'd like to talk about, Mark, for a second, if you don't mind, is, you know, the dip and, you know, the struggle and the strain that we all go through as entrepreneurs at the beginning. And, you know, Seth Godin wrote a whole book about this, Mark, called The Dip, and it's very powerful for a lot of reasons. But he does make a point in that book that, hey, sometimes when you're in a hole, 
the only way to get out of that hole is to stop digging. So can you kind of take that mark and kind of share with Fire Nation maybe your perspective now, having gone through that dip and hit this you know, incredible point that you're at now? How can we to kind of step out of our business and outside of the box and look inside and see, hey, should we be persevering here or are we just digging a deeper hole? Yeah, that's a really good question because I also encounter many entrepreneurs who, at least from my subjective opinion, ought to realize when it's time to move on to the next thing. Right. Uh, so there's a balance between the passion and the love and the, the stated willingness to do this for nothing for as long as it takes. And there's the reality of do you really have uh, the, 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 the better mousetrap? Have you really built something that the world will uh, you know, beat a path to your door or are you fooling yourself? And uh, I think you know, if in, in my world, that was an easy decision to make because I know that I'm in the area of health and I know that there's – that among the 330 million people in this country, I'll find some of them who will agree with my philosophies. So it was for me. It was the challenge was, um, in in terms of keeping digging. I started, for instance, I said, okay, I'm busting my ass and I'm doing this. Is there a way that I can hire a research staff to do a lot of the heavy lifting for me, to do a lot of the digging into the research, so that I can, uh, you know, take the nuggets of information that are called from this topics and subject matter that I that I hand out to my research staff and then make it easier for me to do what I do, make it easier for me to write, leverage my talents and my time. But it was, it was always with the understanding that I'm, uh, I see that I have something that I can offer people that's really going to be beneficial to them. And I, and, and the truth is I am willing to do this. I mean, for me, my blog was a hobby that cost me a hundred thousand dollars a year for the first three years. <laughs> I mean, it, it is one way to look at it, but it certainly, it, it turned into, uh, tremendous business with tremendous value now as a result of uh, my my perseverance. My, I think, you know, I'm just, I'm pretty, I, when, as, as I said, one of the things I learned about the restaurant experience was I'm pretty conservative. So I didn't, I've, I've never had to borrow any money to, to grow from that point on. And I'm pretty conservative in that even when I made the decision to keep doing what I was doing because I'd, you know, I, because I only had 2,200 uh, uniques a day, and that wasn't enough to run a business. I saw the growth. I saw the the continuation of the growth. Um, I had the faith that that um, my perseverance and my leveraging my own abilities and being able to to do what I do um, on a grander scale was going to pay off one day. And it and within two or three years, it did. And and I this is another thing I tell young people. And you know this is. What's really huge is, in my mind, you know, we hear about, well, if you're working for the man, you should participate in the 401k and <laughs> set some money aside from the early age. And I, and I think that's probably right if you're working for the man. If you're an entrepreneur, it, you know, it really doesn't matter whether you're making $35,000 a year or $350,000 a year. You'll probably find a way to spend it and piss it away. So as long as you can pay the bills. As long as you can get by and have and enjoy your life while you're building your business, you're better off building that business and and, and reinvesting in that business than being so concerned about setting a hundred dollars a month aside or a thousand dollars a month aside. And that may that may not resonate with some of your listeners, but in my mind, as an entrepreneur, it's you you've got to be thinking about you know how do I how do I reinvest not just my money but myself and my skills. And how do I leverage those to, to continue to build this business? 
Oh, Mark, it resonates with Fire Nation. I can tell you that. And I mean, listen, you just dropped so many value bombs. I just want to pull a couple quick ones out of there. I mean, Fire Nation, we are on a marathon. This is not a sprint. You know, it's when you start digging that hole as an entrepreneur, you better be sure that in two years, you're still going to be passionate about digging that hole. Mark knew two years down the road, he was still going to be passionate about writing about paleo, you know, whether people were reading or not, but he knew at some point he was going to have to hit that inflection point, but he knew regardless, this was a topic that was passionate about to him. And for Mark, and Mark, for me right now, like I'm in heaven, like I'm getting to talk to you on a Skype conversation, one-on-one, somebody that I respect, someone that I follow, somebody who you know I look to as a mentor from afar in a lot of ways. And this to me is amazing. So I knew when I launched Entrepreneur on Fire, you know, a seven-day-a-week podcast almost 700 episodes ago that I would be able to still be digging in this hole two years from now, even if the money didn't start coming in, which for me, I hit that inflection point at six months and I was lucky at that at that rate, but I could still be here having these conversations because I'm passionate about that. And, and Mark, you have a lot of things to be passionate about, but even more importantly, you have a lot of things to be proud about. Like I can't wait to be attending my first Primal Con. Um, it's something I'm really looking forward to. But what I want you to share with Fire Nation right now is your proudest entrepreneurial moment in your journey. Can I give you two? Yes. <laughs> okay, because they're, they're sort of unrelated. But one of them was um, I, I published, I self-published the book, The Primal Blueprint. And I was going to use it as a, um, you know, it just I'd written so much already on Mark's Daily Apple that I thought, well, I'll, I'll put all of these thoughts into a book called The Primal Blueprint. I'll self-publish it. I'll, I'll sell a couple of copies. That'll be great. I found a distributor out of New York who said, this is a great book. We'd like to distribute it. And that was that was good, and I, you know, because that would get me into Barnes and Noble and um, and all of the other uh, mom and pop bookshops and and uh, and so on and so forth. So um, I, I suggested at one point I'm going to run this up to um, the top of the Amazon charts one day, <laughs> and my distributor laughed at me and said, "Yeah, it's fine. whatever, Mark. You give it a, you give it your best shot, lad." And um, using my uh, blogger network and my strengths within the the um, the, the the marketing genre that we had at the time, um, we ran uh, the Primal Blueprint up to number two worldwide on Amazon wow. for two days. So, so it was a number two book of all books sold in the entire Amazon universe um, for two days. So that was a really proud moment for me. And it was when my distributor called me up and said, holy, sh- holy crap, you know, this is like <laughs> unbelievable that you did this. How did you do that? I had no idea. And, and the book's gone on to sell hundreds of thousands of copies since. But that was a really proud moment for me. But the one, I, one of the ones I wanted to point to, and this is sort of a family thing. Cool. Last summer, my son was home from college. And he never – he's a very good student and a great athlete. And I don't he, – he works so hard in school. I haven't, I haven't made him uh, get much of a summer job. Uh, and um, so last summer, I said, you're going to work for me. You're going to work at Primal Blueprint. You're going to work in the shipping department. So we have a shipping department. We send out packages um, every day, and uh, he begrudgingly sort of, oh, okay, I'll go work in the department. <laughs> I, you know, you serious? You seriously want me to do that? And I said, yeah, I do. So he worked for the whole summer in the shipping department. At the end of the summer, he hadn't said much, but at the end of the summer, he came to me and he said, Dad, he said, I'm so happy that you made me that you you know allowed me to do this. At that point, it wasn't that you made me. He said, I'm so happy that you allowed me to do that because. I've watched you grow the business, but I've only seen this sort of 
the trappings of it. I've only seen the results of it. I haven't seen what you've done to create. And once I was in there working in the in the bowels of the shipping department and seeing <laughs> and meeting the people that work for you and getting and feeling the product and, and the different things that uh, we ship out to people to satisfy them every day and hearing the the feedback from the customers, it really gave me a sense of of what you do, and I'm and I want to be an entrepreneur. So that was like my proudest, um, really my proudest moment. Oh man, that is such a moment of pride. Thank you for sharing that with us, Mark. And what I'd love to do now is to bring things to present times to today, because Mark, I stay current with you and everything that you have going on. But I would love for you to share with Fire Nation the one thing that has you most fired up today. I have so many brand extensions. I have to be careful to pay attention to my own advice from the first uh, <laughs> first question, but so many brand extensions that we're, that we're working on right now. But I think probably the thing that has me most fired up right now is we are launching this Primal Blueprint Expert Certification. It's an online training course, um, the equivalent of, a, say, a third-year college course. Um, it, it allows people to, um, to, to learn more about the Primal Blueprint in depth. Uh, trainers, uh, physicians, nurses, um, uh, dietitians, anyone who wants to really test their knowledge of what the Primal Blueprint is all about, the way of life. It's 13 modules. It's, uh, a vi- it's Each module has a, a, a pretty rigorous exam at the end of it. And at the end of uh, passing this certification, you can call yourself a Primal Blueprint certified expert, put that on your business cards, uh, market yourself as such. Or just if you're a person who just wants to prove that you know, that, you, that, you've, that you've understood, or as we say in the primal world had, that you've grokked this information. <laughs> um, it's there for you. And that, for me, what's exciting about that is the opportunity to leverage what I talk to people about on a daily basis uh, through certified experts who, are not, who can now go directly one-on-one with their clients or their patients or their, their friends and family. So that has me very excited. Mm, rightfully so, Mark. And Mark, we're about to enter the lightning rounds, but before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Two words, Fire Nation, free snacks. Yes, I'm going to give you the chance to get free snacks. So drop the candy bar, drop the potato chips. They're not good for you. Do what I do. Get natural, delicious snacks at naturebox.com. Naturebox gives me hundreds of snacks, and I mean delicious snacks, and I don't feel guilty about eating them because they're better for me. They have zero artificial ingredients, zero trans fat, and zero high fructose corn syrup. You'll even find snacks that are low in sugar without the gluten. So in the afternoon slump when I'm hungry, here's what I do. I grab peanut butter nom noms from Nature Box or baked sweet potato fries or dark cocoa almonds. So good, but so good for you. And now I want to give you the chance to try Nature Box for free with a sampler box featuring five of their most popular snacks. You heard me, free snacks. To start your free trial, go to naturebox.com slash fire and get a free sample box of delicious snacks today. Having a strong team in place is an extremely important part of our business. No one can do everything on their own. Am I right? But as online entrepreneurs, we go about building teams a little different than the norm. For example, it's likely our team members won't live in the same city, state, or even the same country as us. Strong teams are the backbone of strong businesses, and collaboration and communication is half the battle when you're spread out across the globe. That's why we're lucky to live in an age where solutions like Igloo are available. Igloo is an internet built with easy-to-use apps like shared calendars, task lists, file sharing, and more. When all of these apps live in the same 
same place and your team knows exactly where to go and find them. A strong connection point is made for sharing knowledge and expertise. Best of all, Igloo is free to use with up to 10 people at igloosoftware.com slash fire. That's igloosoftware.com slash fire. Mark, welcome to the lightning rounds where you get to share incredible resources and mind blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Fear of failure. Fear of failure is what uh, I think every entrepreneur has to overcome because there's some, the American way that, you know, the sort of work, puritanical work ethic is that, oh, I, you, you know, you got to be successful. And what I learned early on was that um, a lot of people who are very successful and all you hear about are their successes had a crap load of failures to get to that point. And, and each one of those failures was a true stepping stone to the eventual success. So fear, but fear of failure keeps a lot of people stuck in their shoes and, and, and keeps them from making the first move. So true. Mark, what's the best advice you've ever received? Uh, reinvest in yourself, whether it's your, your, your cash flow, whether it's reinvesting in your knowledge, um, building your skills up. Um, this goes back to what we discussed earlier, that, the, that you are your own brand not just to the world, but to yourself. And the more that you can reinvest in your company, in yourself, uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to outpace every other possible investment you can make in a stock or a bond or even in real estate or whatever. It always, you, can, you can quadruple or quintuple or you know, uh, by, by factors of 10 or 20, increase the return on an investment in yourself just about every time. So Mark, one thing I love about you are your personal habits. You have so many great ones that just kind of keep you on this great level that you're at right now. But if you could just boil it down to one personal habit that you believe contributes most to your success, what would that habit be? Don't laugh. Sleep. I make sure that I get enough sleep on a nightly basis. Um, I've learned over the past 20 or 30 years that sleep is probably the most oft overlooked um, uh, lifestyle element in most people's lives and particularly in the lives of entrepreneurs. And I've seen so many entrepreneurs who brag about burning the candle at both ends and, and only in, in getting by on only three or four or five hours a night of sleep. Um, uh, you know, you hear the stories about the coders and the programmers, you know, staying at the office and then taking a nap under their desk for a couple of hours and ordering pizza and Coca-Cola and then getting back and doing it again. I've never pulled an all-nighter in my life. I value sleep so highly as, as it pertains to my maintaining my my, my health, my focus, back to the word focus, um, <laughs> my strength. So it is one of my personal habits that I think um, that I value most highly, the, that, that ability to know when it's time to knock off for the day and recuperate, regenerate, recover, and be ready to hit it hard again the next day. Is there a good way for people in general to find out what a good number of hours sleep is for the individual? Part of this experiment of one that we talk about, and uh, I'm, I'm I'm of the opinion that everyone needs at least seven. And uh, some people, particularly the entrepreneurs, will go, "Oh, I can't I can't exist on that. Will, you know, my business will fail." Well, if your business fails because you're getting seven hours of sleep a night, um, it may be an opportunity to say, "Okay, how can I, you know, how can I reorient my my staff uh, or or reapply my own skills in a way that allows me to do that." Um, so sleep becomes a time management 
uh, uh, challenge as much as anything, and but a good one, when one that one that has value not just in terms of re- your recovery, but in terms of how efficiently you're running your organization. Uh, so you know, but it's it's about experimenting. It's about figuring out you know what the what the appropriate number of hours are for you. And there's no magic number. You have to kind of dial that in for yourself. But just don't overlook it. And Mark, the one law that I subscribe to is Parkinson's law, which states that tasks will expand to the time that you allot them. So, you know, for entrepreneur, for entrepreneurs that want to get something done, a lot of certain amount of time for that. Don't just leave it open ended because shockingly, you'll get that task done in the time that you, the entrepreneur, allot that task. So just something to keep in mind when you're doing, you know, all of these crazy open ended plans and when you're thinking you can't sleep at least seven hours a night. And Mark, you often talk about a lot of great resources, but if you could just share one that you're most in love with, with our listeners, like in Evernote, something along those lines, what would it be? I'm pretty much a Luddite. I'm a technophobe. I'm a Luddite. I, I use a lot of the resources, um, but I probably only use 10% of their capacity because um, I still work with a with a legal pad um, and, a, and a dictation machine and uh, <laughs> you know some old school stuff. Um, so, you know, again, back on the sleep thing, I'd probably say something like Flux, which is a downloadable app that uh, changes the, the light coming from your computer as the sun uh, goes down. So if you are burning the candle at both ends, your computer will be more like candlelight when you're, when you're, when you're uh, wrapping the day up. So Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we've been chatting about in today's episode at eofire.com slash Mark Sisson. And Mark, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? The world's full of business books and things like that. I think um, my, my favorite book of all time is a book by Ken Kesey called One Flew Over the Cuckoo. I'm not, well, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is certainly one of, one of the great books, but um, sometimes a great notion is actually the book from by Kesey. Sometimes a great notion, and it's a story of a logging family in the Northwest and how they um, reconcile their um, their um, libertarian principles with what's going on in the world around them. Cool. Sometimes yeah. a great notion. And Fire Nation, I know that you love audio, so if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook like this one for free at eofirebook.com. And Mark, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would probably use that to take care of basic needs. I would be relying on my observational skills to take the next seven days to make sure that I had um, good, healthy food and uh, shelter and a good place to sleep uh, while I spent the entire time uh, researching on the Internet (laughs) um, (laughs) what the new opportunities might be, uh, you know, based on where I was uh, and and what the world had, um, uh, you know, what the world had to offer. Totally. Very Grok-like. And Mark... You rocked Fire Nation today, and let's end literally on fire with you sharing just one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you and your brands, and then we'll say goodbye. Yeah, MarksDailyApple.com is the blog, and uh, we have a tremendous amount of uh, free downloadable stuff, books, cookbooks, uh, workbooks, just for becoming a, a, a subscribed member. 
Um, we post something fresh and new every day. Um, very much like someone else I know in the podcast world, <laughs> who is now at 697. That just boggles my mind. I love it. Yeah. And then primalblueprint.com is our uh, commerce site where you can find out about our events, uh, our certification program, our books, and everything else that we do. Boom. And one parting piece of guidance. Again, reinvest in yourself. It's, it really is about, it, it, as an entrepreneur, you have to figure out how you manage resources. Um, ultimately, people ask me, Mark, what, what do you do during the day? And I tell people, I just manage resources. I manage employees. I manage uh, researchers. I manage money. But I manage them in a way that grows my company. So uh, it always comes back to, to that uh, ability to manage who you are and what you, you bring uh, as an entrepreneur to your business. Well, Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with Mark and myself today. So keep up the heat. And Mark, Fire Nation is well aware. They can go to eofire.com and just type Mark in the search bar and your entire show notes page will pop up with all your resources, book recommendations, and your contact info. And Mark, I just want to say thank you for simply igniting the airwaves with myself today. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Got it, man. Thanks, John. Fire Nation. Every design on the Squarespace all-in-one platform automatically includes a unique mobile experience that matches the overall style of your site, so your content will look great on every device, every time. This is huge. The last time I checked out our stats, over half of our website visits came from a mobile device. What are you waiting for? Squarespace makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com, use offer code FIRE. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 